0: Together, everybody needs you strong. But life hits you out of nowhere and barely leaves you holding on. And when you're tired of fighting, chained by your control. You know I always have And I always will They're not a team
1: Good morning everybody, good morning everybody, and welcome to the show, Witness of His Light, Testigo de la Luz. We are here to encourage you, we are here to share God's Word with you this morning. Uh, I thank you for listening in to our program. So let's go ahead and begin. Uh, we're going to start with God's Word, John 20, verses 24-29, through 29. seeing and believing. Now Thomas called the twin. One of the twelve was not with them when he came. The other disciples therefore said to him, "We have seen the Lord." Now remember, this is after his, uh, after he died on the cross, and they're in the upper room, and uh, they have seen the Lord, but Thomas hasn't. And so he said to them, "Unless I see in his hands the prints of the nails, and put my finger into the print," other nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here, and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do Do not be unbelieving, but be believing." And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord, my God. And Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen, you have believed. But blessed are those who have not seen, yet believe. I just want to share with you that everybody that's preaching Jesus Christ crucified and that there's salvation in the cross And that he rose again on the third day. We are those witnesses. We're telling you today that we have seen the Lord. I have seen the Lord. And I want to be a witness and say that to you, if you're a Thomas, if you don't believe, if you don't think that Jesus Christ is the Son of God that came to save the world of sin, then you're a Doubting Thomas. You have doubts. And what do I say to that? What do I say to all those Doubting Thomases that say, I will not believe unless I see him myself? Well, the first thing I would say is, we've all been there. Everyone wants a sign, a miracle, to believe we have all the proof that there is, one time or another. I've been there. I, I remember before, uh, I became saved, I, that's what I would say, I would want to, see, I want to see a sign, I want to see that God is true, or, God, you know, that is true, so I understand you, uh, the Lord understands you just like he understood Thomas, but he said, don't be an unbeliever, but believe, I have seen the Lord in my personal life, um, uh, My testimony, I I got so many testimonies. He healed me of depression. He healed me of uh, suicidal thoughts. Uh, The devil tried to kill, steal, and destroy me. But God moved in my life, and he changed me, and he healed me. And then three years ago, almost four years, which on Tuesday would have been his 33rd birthday, my oldest son Willie died, and the only reason that I was able to be here to with you today and talk about the Lord is because the Lord pulled me out of that hole, out of that rut that I was in because I was hurting. Nothing more terrible than losing a child, and I could have blamed God. I could have done so much and said, you know, God. I believe in you and this and my son's dead and walked away but that was a whole purpose that jesus came to this world not to uh bless your whole life and just give you millions of dollars and live ever live happy ever after you know what i'm saying uh he came to die on the cross so that when you die your sins are forgiven and And you enter paradise, you enter heaven, you enter into the presence of God. Without the sacrificial lamb, without Jesus, that would have been an impossibility. So, Thomas didn't believe that Jesus came back from the dead because why? Nobody does. Everybody thinks that, you know, people exist that come back or whatever, but that's demonic. Uh those are demons that are trying to uh act as a person that you maybe have known uh they're called familiar spirits uh but once you die, it's clear in the Bible that there is a partition a wall that separates the living and the dead and But Jesus broke that barrier and he came back and they recognized him and he had a body and so that was what was so hard for uh Thomas to believe because no one had ever done it. But remember, uh, Thomas had been with the Lord for three years. He had seen so many miracles. He was probably, he had seen the miracle of Jesus bringing Lazarus back from the dead. So what was so impossible to believe the impossible? Even though God shows us miracles on a daily basis, we still have doubts. We still have that one question. But I'll tell you something else. You have many, many people have faith in the lottery system. Every weekend they go in and buy two or three tickets in hopes of winning the $250 million that this world is offering for your dollar. But you know what? If you believe in Jesus Christ, that's a winning ticket for the eternity. That's a winning ticket. It's not a loser. You're going to cash it in one day. And you're going to enter into a place that you cannot imagine how wonderful and how good it is. And more importantly, you can share that with your family and have them with you in heaven. Don't throw it all away. And do not believe. Believe believe us. We have seen the Lord. What, What would Jesus say right now? Jesus is saying and telling you, do not be an unbeliever, but believe. Believe in the unbelievable, in the miraculous, that Jesus came, that he died, that he rose again, that he died for your sins, that he's the savior of the world, because he is. Why do you think the whole world is set against you? Christianity and God's word, and Jesus. Jesus said, If they hated me, how much will they hate you? He predicts everything that's going on today in this world about how the world would hate Christians and those that preach the word. And a day is coming where we will not be able to preach the word any longer. And I hope that it's not too late for you when that day comes. Now, in this uh, passage, It says, Jesus came and the doors being shut and stood in the midst. What do I take from that? Doors being shut. Well, throughout the ages, there's been different dispensations of grace. Different ways that the Lord said, you must do this and this for for you to believe in me, right? Like the Jewish people had to Uh, they had to sacrifice a perfect lamb to God for their sins because Jesus Christ had not come and died on the cross for them. It was a, you know, even Adam and Eve were taught to do that. That's why they were clothed because Jesus taught them, hey, you need to do this, right? But right now we're in the dispensation of grace through believing in Jesus Christ and accepting him of your you know accepting him as your personal saviors and repenting of your sins. So I'm here to tell you the door will shut and it's close. It's really close in shutting, and you will not be able to call on the name of the Lord and be saved. A lot of people say, Well, you know, if that happens, I'll be saved because then I'll realize no. The Bible is clear that when the door closes, that God himself will send you a lie to to deceive you. Because you had all this opportunity to believe, but you didn't. And God only goes so far to let you believe. If you, you choose not to be on God's side, then you won't be on his side. Because you didn't want to be on his side. He's not going to force you. But anyway, I'm here today to tell you, we have seen the Lord. The Lord is calling you today. He's telling you, try me and see if I will not move the windows of heaven for you. Maybe your kids are lost. They're on drugs. They don't listen to you anymore. Disrespectful. You're afraid for their safety. It's time. Maybe you're you're addicted to drugs and you can't get out of it. It's just impossibility. It's just something that you need. Well, you know what? It's time. You know, maybe you walked away from the Lord because of a death, because of a bad situation. Whatever it is, whatever is bringing that doubt, it's time. It's time to Try the Lord. Try to, you know, it's time to give him a chance at your life. And you will see the miracles that he will perform in your life if you just believe. If you just submit your way unto the Lord. You've done it all these years by yourself. You've done it the ways the the world's way. Maybe you were in another religion, you tried that religion, but it didn't help. Maybe you have all the money in the world right now. That you don't need anything, and thank God that you do. But you're not happy, things aren't going the way you want you want them to. It's time. What is it time for? It's time for you to believe, it's time for you to go from an unbeliever to a believer in Jesus Christ. And that's what I'm here to do this morning. Share God's word, share what God's told me to tell you. Because without God talking to me, without him sharing his word, his vision, his words, I wouldn't be on the radio right now. But I'm on the radio right now because he told me to tell you it's time. Time to quit trusting the world. Time to quit trusting in your money. Uh, time to trust, the, tr- stop trusting in yourself, but turn it over to the Lord. Just like the song said, When you've done everything that you've done, just be held. But you have to be a believer. You have to, to be in God's family, you have to be a believer. And you might ask, what do I have to do to believe? Well, we're getting ready to pray that prayer of salvation. It's called a prayer of salvation, and we're getting ready to do that. Will you pray that for us? Will you pray that for me, for you, for your family? Because I don't want anybody to die without Christ. Because if you do die without Christ, you will be in a place, a horrible place for eternity. It will never end. And I don't want that to happen to not one person. I don't care who it is. And once you pray this prayer, you must believe that you are saved. Because the devil and his demons are always going to point the finger at you and tell you that you're not good enough and remind you of all the bad things that you've ever done. But Romans 8, 1 says, Therefore, there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Because Jesus, when you repent, he takes all your sins and all the things that he knew of you that was bad, and he throws them in the sea of forgiveness, forgetfulness. And he forgives you not like the world, not like your best friend. He forgives you today and is mad at you tomorrow. He forgives you forevermore. And when you come into the presence of God in the judgment day, all that they will see is Jesus Christ, the, the sacrificial lamb. The blood of the lamb will cover you. And they will say, enter the kingdom of God. But without that, you will not enter. because There's no sin in heaven. And it cannot enter. And if it tries, it will be stoned to death. Is what the Bible says. Will you take a minute and pray this prayer with me today. So that you and your household may be saved in these last days. Trust me, Jesus is coming. He's coming for his people. He's going to take us out of this world. This world is headed on a one-way nuclear collision and uh, if it's not nuclear it's going to be a battle a world another world war three like it's never been seen before world war two and one will be nothing compared to uh, what's going to happen in the uh, last war but god's coming for his people and i want you to be with us when he comes and removes us before the great battle so let us let us do it let's let us pray together Heavenly Father, I come before you today, and I want to repent of my ways. I want to repent of being and doing things my way, the world's way, the secular way, Lord. I want to repent of all my sins and bring them to you right now. And I say, forgive me of my sins today. And I know, Heavenly Father, that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to this earth Born of a Virgin Mary, he lived his life perfectly without sin. But yet, he was found guilty for my transgressions. And he was crucified on the cross for me. He took my place upon that cross. Lord, and I ask you now, Jesus, I need a Savior. And I want to ask you to be my Savior. Come into my heart right now. Change me. Change me, Lord, today from this day on. Deliver me, Lord, from all the things that hold me back, from all the doubts, Lord. Hold my hand and never let me go. Let me be yours from this day on forevermore. Your word says that our our Heavenly Father holds us in his hand and no one can pluck those out. And I pray that I would be one of those today. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. Also, Holy Spirit, Comforter, come into my life. Open my eyes and ears, my spirit, Lord, to receive everything that you have for me and my life and my kids and my family, Lord. Come into my hold my hand from this day on forevermore. Don't ever let go of me. And thank you, Jesus, for saving me and for being the savior of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I'm so happy for you today. Because you have just been become part of God's family. I'm just going to share some scripture a little bit to know how you're going to know that you know God. John 10, 27 and 28 said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Yes, when you read the Bible, God's going to open the scriptures up and you're going to see spiritual words, everlasting words. And in the middle of the night, in the middle of the day, he will speak to you through his word. That's how you will know that he is with you. Isaiah 53:6. All we like sheep have gone our way astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Because we decided to go our own way, Jesus paid the ultimate price for us, because he loved us. The conversion. Jesus answered, "Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said that to you. You must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes. You hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So everyone who is born of the Spirit. As you prayed that prayer, the Holy Spirit entered you and will guide you into all truth. That is his job. Okay, by faith we understand. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen for it, for by it, the elders obtained a good testimony by faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. He just spoke it because he believed it so that the things which are seen were made, not made of things which are visible. So God created all things. The unseen created the seen. If you look at this world and the way it functions, there was order. There's a specific order. And when man messes with it, scientists, it messes things up. So you can even, the Bible says that you can tell that God created even by nature, by the way things function. And by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved, with godly fear, prepared an, an ark for saving his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according by faith. So righteousness comes by faith. And I and you should be like Noah and take notes from Noah. It says that being divinely warned, and I'm warning you, and God warned me of the things not yet seen. And he moved with godly fear. It is time to quit playing around and being sitting on the fence, playing with sin and and being in sin and well I'm a Christian today, but brother so and so, uh Pastor So and so, he he didn't do this, he didn't do that. Well it's not based on them. It's not don't base your faith on the sinful, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. First John says if you say that you're without sin, you lie and the truth is not in you. We all have gone our own way. We're all sinners. Our heavenly hope. These all died in faith, not having received the promises. My son died. He didn't receive the promises. He would have been 33 on Tuesday. But having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind the country from which they had come out, they would have had an opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. God has prepared a city for us and your families. Do not be an unbeliever, but believe. Eternity rests on your confession and your faith. I pray in Jesus' name that you prayed that. If you didn't, but you thought you should go back and pray it, pray it. That's why it's recorded. Uh, share your faith with the lost. Do something for God. If we all do just a little bit, that if we could just save one more person from going to this horrible place and take him to heaven with us. That would be such a great thing to do. Don't ever think that people will reject God just based on what they look like or they act like. It could be a a biker. It could be a homeless person. It doesn't matter. Tell them about Jesus and what he did for them in their lives. And I thank you for listening in this, this morning. And I just want to pray that God would bless your day, bless your week, bless your life, that he would answer the prayers that you ask, that he would give you the, the, the miracles that you desire, the desires of your heart, that you would not go through what I have gone through, but that God would answer your prayers and give you what your heart desires. And I thank you for listening in once again. Until we see each other again, God bless and be strong in the Lord. Amen. Goodbye. Have a great weekend. Bye.